Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everybody. Wendy Sellers here with my friend JC. On today's podcast, we are going to be discussing recruiting tips, successful recruiting tips. Uh, And the main hint here is to get organized. We are going to review quite a few very interesting turnover statistics for these costly new hires, as well as turnover statistics for people who leave on their own so they quit the organization. We're going to talk a little bit about benefits and marketing of these benefits and the company as a whole, compensation research, which is so vital. Uh, We're going to finish up with talking about interview questions that you need to train your managers not to ask. And then finally, a reminder that getting and giving feedback truly is a two-way street. And welcome back, everybody. This is JC, part of Wendy and JC. We're back for you again on another episode, another series of shows here for you. And it's our pleasure to be back for you as well. Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. How hey. are you? Hey, hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm good. Um, you know, it's it's hot out. It's summer still and trying my best to enjoy it. Unfortunately, I keep getting phone calls from people that aren't even my clients. I just got one today, too. Says, hey, I need help with recruiting. I can't find people. Can you help me? <laughs> so that is what our topic is going to be about in this podcast and this series is about uh, you know, turnover statistics and, and how to hire people in this crazy, crazy world that literally by the day seems to continue to change. Every time I talk to you, it sounds like you're constantly getting the calls, constantly getting the calls that people are looking to fill slots, fill positions, fill career tracks. And there's just not enough people out there to make that happen is it the fact that they're not qualified enough or they they're just not getting the the people coming to the table for these yeah there's a there's a whole bunch um yeah we already know there's not enough human beings out there and specifically in the united states to take over the jobs from the baby boomers but even if there were uh the jobs that the baby boomers are or were doing um, no, you know, and I don't mean this in a negative way to baby boomers, the jobs that are opened, uh, ha- need different skills. So even if the baby boomers were still hanging around for another five, 10, 20 years, which some are, uh, we, most of the jobs need different skills that just don't even exist. Right, um, right. even, you know, for any age. And so they need different skills, different technology. Um, a lot has changed during the pandemic. You know, a lot of people are, um, as you and I were just chit-chatting about working from home, and that's a whole other ball game. Um, and so not only do you need to at least have the basic technology skills to be able to do that, and then with, with the folks that are working in person, um, a lot of those positions, um, even that equipment and technology on site has changed and continues to change and will continue, not just in the United States, but worldwide, which makes us 
competitive within our city, our county, our state, our country, and then across the entire globe. And maybe, you know, maybe the moon someday, too. Yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah, it's, it's not often we uh, see the uh, uh, job description list out uh, skills that require the abacus or the car catalog anymore. Things have changed. Yeah. Things have changed. And sometimes the key talent you're looking for might actually be right under your nose. You know, yeah. as of 2016, uh, Sherm factored the average cost of new hires and what it costs to bring somebody on. And they averaged that out to be approximately $4,100. But you need to add in related costs like training, onboarding, team development, skills gaps, productivity and opportunity costs. And that number swells dramatically. The actual number of bringing an employee on board not really sure. It could range anywhere, <laughs> though, from 10000 to $2 billion. Really depends who the person is, right? But look, one thing, could be, uh, one thing could be said for sure. Replacing an employee could actually be two times as expensive as keeping one, according to some articles and cited sources out there, Wendy. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, listen, if you have an unproductive employee... Uh, who's calling off and, and they're 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 even if they're showing up but they're not productive or they're not as productive as you would like them to be or that they can be but for whatever reason bad management bad morale low pay um, something going on in their personal life if you have a, a low productivity employee obviously you would want them to a get up to productivity levels that are desired or you want to replace them but so many people don't even so many companies don't even do that because now you're losing some kind of knowledge that you don't have recorded, right? right? You don't have the training recorded. You don't have the development in place. Um, this person shows up even though they're not productive and they're not going anywhere. That could actually kill morale of everybody else around oh, you. And the, and the productive employee says, forget it. I'm out of here. Or they say, well, I'm not out of here. I'm just going to do what this person over here does. And I'm going to do the bare minimum so I don't get fired. But with that said, I wanted to put that out there is even if somebody doesn't leave, you could be losing a lot of money. Um, once somebody leaves or you just have a new position, let's just say you're, you're growing and there's a new position and it's empty. Uh, the cost of even just putting a job ad out are so much higher than they were just pre-pandemic. So high. 52% of all voluntary resignations are allegedly preventable, according to a Gallup poll. Those who decide to leave jobs do typically claim that managers could have taken actions to prevent that departure. Specifically, respondents explain in the months leading up to the decision that leaders never asked these employees about their satisfaction with the job, nor spoke about the team members' future within the company. Yep. <laughs> huh, let's see. Voluntary termination. So people that say, I'm done, I'm quit, I'm out of here. Could have been preventable? No way. You've got to be kidding me. And, and, it's, <laughs> and they're actually uh, claiming the statistic of 52%. So over half of those. So it, with just a little bit of engagement, uh, a little bit of a leadership prowess, you could probably curtail that and get that down to, I don't know, maybe if you're you're a real, real smooth talker, get that down to one or 2% maybe, right? I don't know. 
52 percent is really high. 52 percent is very high. I mean, you're going to always lose some people at one point, you know, just because um, people move around they're They they may be part of a family union and, and the other half of the family moves. And if your job is in person or doesn't allow for virtual outside your state, you're going to lose people. There's there's going to be no choice of that. You know, um, well, there's a little bit of a choice, because if you are a remote work environment and you want to hang on to somebody, well, then you might need to go ahead and file some licensure in another state. So those employees or that employee specifically who you don't want to lose can now go work in another state and you pay the taxes there if it's a state that has taxes. So some of them are not always going to be preventable, but 52%, holy cow, that is a lot. Um, And it, it usually is, you know, based on what I find and why people call me, companies call me to help fix this. It's almost always something that the manager, the direct manager or the manager's manager can um can affect so personality um you know communication 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 (laughs) let me say that one more time communication how about we communicate with our employees wouldn't that be nice part of the changing evolution of the cultures within our organization right you've got years of of the frozen middle stuck in place and years of bad habits and trying to curtail that's not easy Taking a look at the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, we've got some more numbers and metrics here for you about resignations. In 2021, resignations were at a record high of 3%. 4.5 million resignations all the way around. Some of the industries most affected were accommodation and food services, health, hospitality, transportation, warehousing, and utilities. They state here that mass departures in these areas were not particularly surprising given the pressures put on those fields during the pandemic. However, an uptick in quitting has touched many industries across the board, and the end of 2021 did not bring an end to the great resignation. Here we are in 2022, just about, yeah, just over halfway now mm-hmm. through the year. Do you feel that we're on track to to fix that? I know the... Uh, Unemployment rate is is dropping. Things are getting a little bit better there. We will continue this conversation tomorrow, so please tune in. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.